it went hard in the right spots, but it did something like they experiment and they went a little. <laughs> That's what she said. Hi, welcome back. I'm Gil. I'm George. Welcome to the Good Talks Pod. Guess that's your right there first. Yeah, you're you're right. You, you got a little fluff in your eye there. Yep. Hmm. You what are you drinking? Thirty seconds in, you're already taking a drink of something. It was just it's it's cold in here. Let the smacking <laughs> commence. It was a little chilly today. It's a little chilly in the in the room right now. Not too bad. The rain sucked. We had so many call-ins at work. <laughs> As one would, would expect when it rains. People are just like, yeah, this ain't going to happen today. Like, I almost I, called in because I was like, I don't want to fuck it. Because my route this week was like 90, 95% walking. I was like, I don't want to walk in the rain. But I beat the rain. The only thing I got today was some drizzling. You, but, like you finished your route before it rained or like it yeah. rained and then you oh well it rained this morning before i loaded up but like the way our station set up like the front row is kind of under a canopy and all the other rows of our vehicles are just out in the open so i literally waited for someone in the front to finish and i was like okay i'll take your spot because it was fucking pouring this morning mm. but then after that by the time i started it it stopped and then after a few hours it just started drizzling but wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. What have you been up to, dude? Working. Except for... Um, I've been... I think twice this week I kind of left a little late. But... Uh, so instead of one, you left like at one thirty. Damn. <laughs> I wish... Every day my goal is to leave early, <clears throat> and that's to like leave at two, and that never happens. But, at two, I wish yeah. I got out at two. Um, yeah, that's my goal. I'm like I'm leaving early today, and, and I end up leaving like late, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I don't ever get out at two. Must be nice, George. Occasionally, not all the time. Fucking manager time, right? You leave when you want. Something like that. I justify it with errands and phone calls. Sure you do. Sometimes I leave, literally go run errands for work, and th- but then I don't return to work. I you know return the next day with whatever errands I had to quote, do. Quote unquote, wink wink, errands for work. <laughs> uh, no, like I need to go to the dry cleaners to drop off some of our scars, but I haven't left early enough to like do it. Like I don't want to go later in the day. Like yeah, I know they're open till like whatever time, but you, I, I try to avoid you know t- going into town like by five you know the five o'clock shit. So that's why I'm like, like if I can get to it by two o'clock, even like before like you know some of the schools let out and stuff like that. It's just like then you you know you get all that shit done. Oh, I hate going through the school zones, and there's a lot of them all over town. When you're they are, it's like fuck. Because uh, I don't know, I like driving fast, and I'm just trying to hurry up so I can get out of there, and then I got to go to like 20 miles an hour, 15, depending where it's at. The other so one is, uh, what do you call it? Oh, yeah, like yesterday before work, I went to go run uh, some errands. 
what did I do? Oh, I went to HEB, um, had to get flowers, and then went to Sam's to pick up our order from there. So, um, but even then, like Sam's, like I like going first thing in the morning before anyone else is there, because they open up to actually pick up orders. If you're a Plus member, they they start pickups at seven, um, and then mine was scheduled for eight, so I did all that shit before I go. It's so much better. You don't have to deal with people and like the crowds and shit because I've, I've gone to sam's like at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning and it's just ridiculously packed and it's just like this is ugly so i always try to avoid all the crowds and people me too that's why i work by myself <laughs> <laughs> oh dude you know what speaking of work so on the route i was doing this week i have to deliver to a funeral home the one on everheart everheart of mccardle I don't know okay. what it's called. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I could tell you the address. I don't know what it's called. And yesterday they had a um a package. Like a like a decent sized square box, but it was heavy, like 35, 40 pounds. And I walk in and I usually just take the mail to the front desk, right in the lobby area. And I always feel weird walking into uh, funeral homes. It's I don't know, it's weird. Like what if there there's a viewing or something? I'll just pop it in, right? Yeah. And um, the lady's like, oh, that goes in the back, like in the back back. I was like, okay. I look down the hall. Guess what I see? There's a fucking casket. I was like, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> was it open? No, it wasn't. Thank God. Oh. I don't know if anybody was in there. Oh. Or, you know, there was a corpse in there, but it was I was shot. about to say, they didn't have like, like, a, a, like a delivery area, like in the back that you could just well, drive up see, to? Drive up to? No, I guess not. Um, and she's like, yeah, just go all the way down the hall. And then you take a right. I was like, uh, I didn't want to, like, I got the heebie jeebies when I saw it just cause I don't know. I'm not trying to look at like dead people. Right. And as soon as I got to the room where that casket was in again, don't know if it was occupied or empty, but it was closed. She's like, Oh, take a right. And then I put it on the table and I just like fucking hauled ass out of there. I was like, yeah, bye. <laughs> it's like, it's so weird. Um, like it's just weird, and like they had the uh, the doors open to the viewing rooms, mm, uh-huh. and then they were playing their sad uh, funeral music. I was like, this is just weird. Like I don't think they have them at you know, one p.m. or whatever, or maybe I don't know. They have them at whatever time you can ske- get scheduled. Like, um, um, but I was like, man, they just like heebie-jeebies. Like I see that, then I hear the music, and then I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be in here. Was there any people there? No, like, I didn't. I didn't see anybody unless like the it was lot, just. Did it have like a lot of cars? No, like no, oh. no, it was very. Important. So why were they playing the funeral music? I don't know. Weird. I was like, were they sound checking? <laughs> the I don't, I don't like, know, but and I didn't want to look in there, and then you know, it's like it's not. I just, I don't know. It just felt weird to peek in there, even though the doors were wide open. I was like, nope, just walk in, walk out. Fucking was walking fast, dude. Uh, but I think that's the <laughs> only funeral home. I've delivered to there's a cemetery I've delivered to that one's not as bad the one the the one way out old Brownsville or somewhere no we don't even deliver out there oh, the one oh on yeah, that's a, the rural one yeah the one on the uh on Ocean Drive on shore, or, oh, Ocean between Air. Robert and uh Airline mm-hmm. uh I think that's a Selena cemetery yeah it's a Selena one well the that's memory, on one of the Gardens, well, I Seaside oh. or something 
Yeah, yeah, Seaside. Yeah, Seaside. Well, that's on one of the routes. So I've been there plenty of times, and that one's not as weird. It's just kind of weird-ish when there's an actual burial happening, and you got to drive like past all the cars, and you're just like, mm, yeah. But like, I don't. I'm not close to them because they're in their own spots wherever yeah, it's yeah, at. Yeah. But like, you see it, and you're just like. Yeah, because you like when they're walking away, like people are obviously upset and crying. I'm just like, you know, uh, just trying to deliver mail at the office. That's not it. But the funeral home was way weirder for me. I'm just, you know, deaf in taxes. You know, I'm just trying to deliver tax checks and yeah, audit letters. I, dude, honestly, I think some of them are like death certificates because some come in like those big uh, manila envelopes. They're what? Like a sheet of paper size. The, the brown... Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but sometimes you think they're what? Like death certificates or something. Oh, 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 when you're delivering to the funeral homes. Yeah, because they're like, oh, because oh, yeah, it comes in like waiting all these. And I'm like, okay. Like they're like the like the big, like legal size, like. Yeah, they're like the folder si- type thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's funny. Mm, they might be. I don't know. I don't obviously don't open it, but. Well, no, but do you look where it's from? Like no, if it's from I, the government? Oh, I don't see. I don't care to. I just look oh. at where it's going and I deliver it. I will say, though, walking into those places, they have a certain smell that I do not care for. Yeah. It's like nursing homes and hospitals and yeah. sometimes schools, too, smell like that. Or not like that, but like they all have that smell. Or not yeah. that smell, but they all have their own distinct they, they smell. They do. They do have a, they have no. a distinct smell. You're just like, oh. Uh, yeah, that's why, like, I don't know. there's some schools that don't smell, but I know there's some schools I've walked into, they smell like hospitals. Those schools I hate. Those give me the heebie-jeebies. Those are probably um, old, older schools. Maybe not even older schools. They're just like whatever the way they clean them or maintain them. That's the way they smell. If you walk into an old school, most of the time it smells like musty and like old. But yeah, not I, not like old people weird. though. Old it's people just, smells all old people ish. That's true. I'm like I don't know if there's any retirement homes on any other routes. No, there is, but they don't always get stuff. You got those ones out in your section, don't you? Have those ones out towards um, um, you don't even know Yorktown <laughs> Staples. I don't, there. No, you don't go that far, right? No, no, our line stops at Holly. Oh, okay. There is some way out on. Yeah, there's one on Airline in Holly. What? Right, th- right there on. Um, if it's on the other side of Holly, going towards Saratoga, that's not us. No, on Cimarron. There's that Cimarron Shores or Cimarron something, whatever. George, is Cimarron past Holly? Yeah. <laughs> there's wait wait. I will Come find on, one. Dude. There's Come another on, dude. one. Oh, but no. Okay, there's well, how, one. There's one. How, how far south does your God route damn it, go? George? Can I tell Sorry. you? <laughs> or how far north does your route go? I think to Castores, Carol, Caroline. No, Castores. What's which one's first? Like if we're uh, going, in, if we are going into town towards the if bluff, we are going towards yeah, town. If we're driving towards the bluff, is it Carol uh, and Castores, or Castores and Carol? I think it's Castores and Carol. I don't trust you, but whatever one of those is, I think I that's know. where we stop. I but, hate those roads because every time I go to those, I'm just like, especially if it's like I go to the UPS store, I always take one exit too early. I'm just like, fuck. But and anyways, I, we have there's one on Alameda going towards Nile. But they rarely get anything. So I've only oh. been in there a couple of times. There's that one on Everhart that looks a little shady and run down. Where? Uh, it's on the other side, past Holly. No, it's before. <laughs> it, 
Oh no, it is before Holly. Yes. Okay, yeah. I've been in that one. That one, yeah. we just have to ring the bell because it's always locked, and then you just give them oh. the shit. So I never really mm. walk Go in. in. Yeah. yeah. I forget. I think is it the is it the palms? No, that doesn't sound right. The palm? No, doesn't. I I don't know what it's called. I just know it just you drive by it and you just get like ich like if I'm in there. Yeah, I know shoot. what you're talking about. That one I have been in that yeah. one to that one. Um We don't have problems with the postal service. They deliver to the mailbox or if it doesn't fit the mailbox, they'll walk it up to our front desk. The ones we have problems with is we have a behind our second hangar, there's a garage door with a, like an office sign for the other business that's like that leases through us. And they'll take all our shit back there um ups fedex and stuff like that so they'll always call us like hey we got your packages the thing is they literally think it's like our receiving department like that's not our receiving like that's a totally different maybe you should leave a sign there's a sign because it's secure doors that says if you know no one answers when you knock please call this number and that's about it Ooh, i hate seeing those notes when they're like they leave a note either like on the package sometimes um or like at their doors um mm-hmm. can you please call when you deliver pack fuck no i ain't gonna call i'll scan like, it yeah they want us to call them when we deliver a package it's like like, like, like it's physics. like it's written on the note like you're on the package or like those are the- usually they put a note like by their door or their mailbox oh. and like any packages please call or ring the doorbell or this and that like a sign uh, or like a temporary note like a sign some of uh, them are weathered and i'm like i ain't gonna fucking call you you can look on your app and see that i delivered it fuck off <laughs> fucking call you and then what am i gonna call my personal phone no thank you you're like i ain't favor i ain't amazon i guess some people do i don't i'm like i ain't got fucking time to call you the hell with that i don't even ring doorbells I know you're some not, people you're do. You're not required to, are y'all? No, but I've learned that a lot of people sleep during the day or they have babies or the dogs. Mm. And so I'm like, I, I don't even knock. I don't ring the doorbell. Do you see um, some signs? Do you see some places or houses say, please do not ring or knock? Yeah. And some of them will say, uh, sleeps during the day, works overnight. So they're obviously asleep. Like they, have, their home. they have like an actual signage or whatever that says that? Yeah. They'll just post mm. it on or tape it to their mailbox. But That's I don't. Funny. I don't. I rarely ever knock or ring the doorbell. I don't even think I do anymore for that reason. Just because like babies or dogs, and then I, if the baby's asleep and then the dog starts barking, I'm sure the mother is going to get pissed or the dad whoever's home. Son <laughs> so, of a bitch! I really wanted that, but you ruined my day. <laughs> it's like just check the app. I mean, when we scan yeah. it as delivered, it'll pop up and you'll see it. So let me be calling you. Let's see what else. A dog came at me today. That was fun. There's this one fucking street where they call it a sack, the 1400 block. There's always like two or three dogs that just roam around loose. And I never deliver there because of the fucking dogs. And today, one dog was barking. I was at 1365, which is right before the 1400. And this dog started yapping. Yapping, yapping. When I got to like 1341, this other dog from the 1400 block started running at me. Did you pepper spray him? I did, but he, uh, (laughs) I don't think I got him because he was a little too far. But then he Mm. went away. So on the mail, when I took it back, because if there's dog interference, we don't have to deliver the mail or packages. Mm -hmm. I put 
<laughs> I put goddamn dog. <laughs> um, it's what so about, fucking um, annoying. What about um? Do do any mail carriers carry like their own like dog spray? Not the one like the pepper spray. Not the one that they give you, but like the, like a bigger can, the one that shoots yeah, further. Yeah, I've heard of people at Port Ayers because that's that's mm. like a Baldwin Old Brown yeah, Road. Yeah, like yeah, all the strays. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of people carry bear spray, mm. and that shoots like fifteen plus feet. That's also way stronger because it's yeah. meant it's meant for a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's probably really good at weird. But yeah, I've heard of people carry that shit over there mm. because there's just so many dogs. There is. It's like my neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> it's just your neighbor. <laughs> no, like my neighbor's the worst because like yeah, because it mm. bit you. <laughs> well, yeah, because it bit me, but. Um, that one doesn't really chase too much. It's the other one that is still the aggressor, but that one hasn't bit anyone. Um, no, cause they'll leave their damn gate open. Like what's the purpose of your freaking gate if you're going to leave it open? Um, so when I go running, that's the one I'll have issues with. There's a few, there's like two or three others down this road in the direction I run. Then when I turn, there's a bloodhound, a lab and two other dogs and a smaller dog. Um, but they're fenced in they they never got out. Um, they're pretty good, but they always bark at me. The bloodhound cracks me out because he's got that big old, like, deep, like, woof, like, you know, that really yeah. slow, slow, uh, all the other dogs are yapping. He's just like, woof. Oh. Um, the one dog that did scare the shit out of me one time, I ran a different route and this particular route I ran was just like flooded with dogs. I was just like, every other house had a dog. I was like, what the fuck? Um, one of them was a little chihuahua, and it was, like, yapping at my yank- ankles. I was, like, about to punt it away. The <laughs> owner was, like, calling the dog over. I'm like, yeah, get your damn dog. Like, shit. Um, and then it's always funny, though, because, like, as you're running, if a dog's chasing you, if you turn back around and, like, run after them, they always run away. You don't even so, have to run. You just take an aggressive step. And yeah, you just take, and, they, and they, they run away. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you dumbass. Like, jeez. No, I was running by this one house, and it was fenced, and it was gated. I had like seven dogs and then all sizes, like little dogs all the way up. The biggest dog they had was a St. Bernard. The St. Bernard was sitting on their porch and it was just like there. Like all the dogs were like yapping at the fence, like running from the beginning of the fence to the end of the fence, like chasing me. And then I'm like, okay, you know, they're all in. And then all of a sudden I hear like heavy, like panting, like, (sighs) and the freaking St. Bernard, I don't know how the fuck he got out because no other dog was chasing me. The St. Bernard was running after me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Um, I just started running a little faster. I was like, holy shit. It didn't chase me that long because it was a big-ass dog. But I was just like, all the other dogs stayed in the fence. But And this dog was literally, I swear to God, was sitting on the porch just laying there. And I was he like, was just, ah, pretty He was cool. just waiting for you to get past yeah. his eyes. And so once I passed him, like he was like right behind me. I was like, I, almost, I was like, like, my heart skipped and I started running fast. I was like, holy shit, it scared the fuck out of me. Have you ever seen a dog sit down just like like a human? Like, legs crossed? No, just like sit on your ass. That's it. Like, you know how dogs sit. They bend uh-huh. their hind legs and they put their front paws right beside them. And they sit on their butt. They right? like si- like sit sideways. Yeah. No, not sideways. They just... All their paws are on the ground. Uh-huh. Are you talking like his two hind feet, like, legs up or up? George, and he, do you not wait, understand wait. how a dog sit? 
when a dog when you someone says tells the dog to sit yeah yeah the dog this his front paws are on the ground they're all on the ground have yeah. you ever seen a dog where the legs are just out and he's sitting on his ass and then his like front that? paws are just like at his chest so he's it's like he's standing up but he's just like turned on his ass it's like okay if you yeah. sit down on the floor and just like let my legs out yeah and, yeah. Put and your my arms, arms are like like yes. straight up yeah have you ever I, seen a dog sit like that don't think so because i did today really <laughs> the dog was just chilling man <laughs> was it like, a small dog or was it like yeah. immediate no it was a small dog bigger so than that, chihuahua i couldn't tell what kind he was but like he was walking with like a limp so he was hurt i don't know which paul oh. was hurt but he was hurt and when he sat down he literally just sat down like that his ass sitting his front his uh, hind legs just like sticking out like stretched out and then his uh front paws are just at his chest he's just sitting there looking around i was like this dog so is just chilling unless he, one of those paws were the hurt ones and he didn't want to like move use it, it or yeah so did he um it, it just looked funny did it have a short <laughs> tail or did it have a long tail because now i'm like curious like how the hell did it sit down with just george he was sitting on his ass i don't know you saw him limping so you should have distance seen... he wasn't oh. beside me Oh, I saw him, oh. like, five houses down. Oh, okay. And then when I like, got near him, he just, like, he just popped a seat on his ass <laughs> in the grass right there. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked funny because I, you don't really see dogs sitting that way, you know? No. You, yeah, when yeah. you think of a dog sitting, you have a, a vision, a visual of how they sit. Like, this when you tell was, a dog to sit, the normal way that a dog sits. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's your yeah. visual of how a dog sits. This one yeah. was like, nah, man, <laughs> I ain't doing that. <laughs> Well, he was just sitting there chilling, watching the cars go by. <laughs> it's just like this. This dog is just funny. Like he didn't bark at me or anything. He saw me, but he just he's just chilling, sitting there like a like an abnormal dog, I guess. But it just looked funny because I've never seen that. Huh? <laughs> you can take a picture of it. No, I thought about it, but I had Mel in my hands. I didn't want to drop it. Oh. So I was like, yeah, and I didn't want to get rained on. So I was like. It might rain. So I was in a hurry today. But it looked funny. Looked funny. Oh, what else, George? Oh, we went to the Astros game. We did. Went to game two. And then I went to game three. Yeah, but they lost on the game three. They won when they, I went. That's all that matters. They won on game three. No, they didn't. They lost game four. They split that series 2-2. Two, two. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I was there for both. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was there. Both uh-huh. wins. Uh-huh. I was there. Jeez. But hey, yes, I have your, tr- I have your trophy, went... by the way. Yeah, I completely forgot to get it when I left. Yeah. We got home. We're like, oh, we got Gil's trophy. Yeah. I'll yeah. get it whenever I go out there. Yep. But, yeah, we went to game two. It's a lot of people. It was packed. It was a good game. But it was a good game. You know what? I didn't. I was like, I was trying to think, cause the so the next day we sat on the third base side, um, and game two we sat in the right field um, seats above the bullpen. Um, I didn't even pay attention when Jordan hit that home run. Well, yeah, did I kind of did look your way because it came over there. It Jordan's wasn't a home run. It hit the fence. It was a oh yeah yeah a bases clearing double. Yeah, it was a bases clearing double and hit the bottom yeah. of the fence over there. It was just oh. to my right. I saw it. I was like, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I saw it, but I was like, I didn't even pay attention to like, because as soon as that happened and everything, everyone just went crazy. Um, and then it was just like, I was like, huh, I didn't even, I just thought about it. And I was like, I didn't even look up in like where you were at, um, under the arches out there in left center. Um, I was like, huh, I wonder how it was looked from that angle. Now I think of it, but, um, dude, our section went like, I mean, the whole stadium went crazy, but in that particular section we were in and like, it got really like, it was crazy loud. Like, I mean, I think it was crazy loud to begin with, but it was just like, everyone was like just jumping and going crazy. It was like, Ooh, a very, um, playoff moment type crowd. It was quite nice. Yep. There's already a lot of criticism because they're, what, like three and four? Uh, they won yesterday, thankfully. And yeah, so they're three and four. Yeah, so. I'm not going to jump on uh, on that wagon because it's only one week. Seven games out of 162. Notorial is they don't start very well for some reason. They, yeah, well, I mean... They play, like, 500 baseball, it seems, for, like, a month. And then they kind of get going. Yeah, I mean, which, at the same time, too, is, like, would you rather get going or die off and... But people off? are already like, oh, my gosh, the Astros, what happened, blah, blah, blah. The offense did, does need to wake up, because Tucker's doing everything, him and Alvarez. Yeah. Um, The pitching... Chaz has been productive when he's in the lineup. That's the other thing. Why Myers? Get rid of I him. The, I <sighs> get rid of him. I the, dude. The I hate kinda, for okay, Myers as as a as a person, a human being. Putting myself in his shoes, just human being aspect. I feel kind of that's got to suck. Yeah, I feel bad like yeah. talking shit because if I was him, is like you know he hears it. You know like, he he yeah, hears you all. You wonder noise. like how much like ticks in his head with, with all that. Yeah. It's just like, man. And I mean, people boo him. Like, he went, was it 0 for 8 in this in the first two games? Struck out with bases loaded, grounded into a double play, struck out with a runner on third. It's like, yeah. And then Chaz came up, first pitch he sees in game three. He gets an <laughs> RBI single. Yeah. The crowd, dude has the, that three was happy. Yeah. The dude has three stolen bases in like three in the first two games he played. He already has a homer. It's like, why do we keep playing Jake Myers? It doesn't make any sense. Mm. I saw some way that Dusty's playing him to build confidence because five months down the road, you're going to want them to be confident. I get that. But Jake Myers is... But he not... had five months last year. Well, that's why they sent him down like two times last year because he wasn't I know, producing. Yeah, it's I was like, like dude, like... I... Chaz needs to be starting center field. Um, and For it's Myers, not... it's like... I feel like trade him, get rid of him some way, somehow... And let him be whatever. Let him be a J.D. Martinez of your organization. Obviously, J.D. Martinez wasn't, like, crazy productive of Houston. He gets to Boston, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, J.D. who? Like, damn, this guy's good. And who even, get... I was going to say, even, like, yesterday, two day games ago, when Myers was playing again, he got a hit, but it was an infield hit. It's like he's not even putting the ball in the outfield. They're not even solid outs. They're, like, weak outs. Yeah. And so I'm just like... I mean, I get the confident boosting thing, confidence boosting, but I think Chaz needs to be playing more, a lot more, especially if he's going to steal bases and put the ball in play. Yep. Shit. So speaking Dude, of stolen you, you bases. When I, was, when I was there at game two and standing out there, when Myers came up, everyone's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> 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 people, people, dude, no lie. People were like, yep, that's a double play. 
And then <laughs> this is the funny part. Uh, there's a run on first, and they're like, yep, here's a double play. The It was a wild pitch, and the guy went to second. He's like, oh, still double play. <laughs> and the guy behind was like, well, how's that? He's like, I don't know, but it's Jake Myers, so it's still double play. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of fucked up, but okay. Because the one time he's going to hit with some decent power, it's going to go straight to the third base. He's going to, I don't know, some way, yeah. somehow, they're gonna he's going to do some stupid base running, and they're still going to turn a double play. But anyways, uh, they need to address his situation because I don't, I think Chaz is way better. The other thing I was going to say is as much as I like Dubon, I feel like Hensley's doing better right now. Hensley did look better. Yeah, he did look good. Um, I, li- I do like Dubon, though. I do root for the guy. But I think Hensley should be getting more starts at second. Hensley's got that sneaky speed, too, I think. he. Had, he I think he's already got a stolen base or two. Well, yeah, he's like 6'4", so. so his stride is probably like 80 feet per step. Probably. Just, yeah, yeah, pretty like yeah, it's like yeah. the whole base path. That's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was telling, was it you or Joseph? I was like, he's got like the Kyle Tucker speed. They don't look fast, but they are fast. It's just because how tall they are. This lineup's also going to look a lot stronger when you get Altuve and Brantley back. Because I mean, as as much as most people are kind of like, hit, because when when you get out when you get Altuve back, you're going to take out Dubon and Hensley. We're well, going to take I'll, them out, but you're also going to move Jeremy Pena Pena from the one hole down to two or three where he belongs. You're going to yeah. put Altuve, who's a more aggressive first pitch hitter and more aggressive it, yes. fastball. You're going to put Altuve yeah. at the top, Pena second. Kyle Tucker may honestly go from five to six because you're going to put Brantley in there somewhere. Man, that's weird. And then when you have Brantley and Alvarez swapping off, like the other's going to DH when they're not playing left field because yeah. they're that great of a hitter. So then that takes care of, you know, well, hopefully you stick Myers on the bench or something. But then you don't have like, you know, Dubon, Hensley, Corey Jolks, all these lesser known players per se. How many of those guys are catchers? I'm so confused right now on catchers. Three. There's um, Maldi, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a, a Diaz guy who okay. hasn't done much with the bat either. No. And then uh, yeah. the guy who started last night, um, Caesar Salazar. Oh, uh, yeah, Salazar. Yeah, he did. Which I guess nobody expected him to make it, but apparently they want Corey Lee to take multiple reps every day. So he's in AAA because he's better than Salazar. So you got one up in the majors because he's not better than the other guy, and you want the other guy taking more reps. It doesn't make sense, but that's what I read. Instead of having Corey Lee on the bench, they want him to like get work in and take reps with the uh, at yeah. the plate. So that's why in the majors he's not going to play, except one every five or six days because he'd back up. Maldonado. So down there, he's going to play every day. Weird. It is but weird, but it's I mean, weird. If they want him the, to stay fresh and then the postseason, you bring him up. I guess it makes sense because he's been hitting all year. I don't know. Yeah. But if Maldonado goes out for any injury whatsoever, everyone's going to oh, be they'll probably Oh, they'll probably bring up Corey Lee because he's better. Yeah. But then everyone will be probably touting the GM and whatnot that they're geniuses for doing what they did. So I don't know. It's weird, but this lineup just has to stay like 500 or a little better. And then once you get uh Bregg, I mean, Bregman, uh, Brantley and Altuve back, dude, you're going to be even deeper from like one to seven. Speaking of Bregman, he needs to get going too. Oh, he finally had three hits the other day after oh, over 18. Yeah. yeah. He went okay, good. three for something after an over 18 start. But I yeah, think start. So. I think starting pitching will 
the second time around will get better. Um, and they'll get. I. It's just you had what three to four of your starting pitching like playing in the World Classic. So yeah, I. I, it's weird. They look good in the classic, but then all of a sudden you get that like two week layoff where you just rejoin spring training. They try to take it easy on you, yet at the same time they're trying to get you going. Like I think you, your body and your mind get playoff mentality right out the door, and then all of a sudden you get told to chill out, and then right, and then all of a sudden you get told to get like, hey, it's the season now, let's get going again. I think it's throwing them off a little bit, but I think once they get a couple games under them, they'll settle in, and the starting pitching will be fine. I also think that they probably feel they have to do even better because everyone talked about how Verlander is gone. And then before the season started, McCullers got hurt. So you went from your six-man rotation to your five without a Verlander. So I'm sure they're like, oh, we got to prove everybody wrong. So maybe they're trying too hard. I don't know. Um, It'll help when McCullers comes back because, I mean, six-man rotation is just an extra day off for everybody. I am upset about the uh, jerseys right now, too. Um they did the gold jerseys in the white. Apparently, Houston, because Valdez got the start, they wanted the gold jerseys in the rainbows. Nike told them no. They had to use the whites for the golds. And then they have those new Space City ones. And on those, they did a gold check for the Nike. And they did, uh, I think inside it says, uh, Houston, we have liftoff. And on the bottom where they have the little, you know, the little Nike patch or whatnot, mm-hmm. they also have a little lunar laner lane a lunar i guess lunar ship or not it's not a lunar module maybe i don't know whatever the technical term is the you know the one that lands on the moon um they have that in gold and in the lettering and down down there it says uh houston mission accomplished or something like that like to commemorate the championship but in the rainbow jerseys they wore the other night there's nothing gold on them they're still just the regular rainbows I'm like, damn. I was like, the one jersey the players wanted, you don't even put any damn gold on it. Like, cheese. <laughs> and they wanted it, too, because, like, Valdez, they won the, the World Series in the Rainbows with him pl- pitching in the in that game. So, yep. everyone wanted it. Well, um, what are you going to do, George? What are you going to do? Cry about it. Which you have been doing. For yeah, the past, just did right now. Exactly. For the past 30 seconds. It was 10. 30, dude. I counted. You cry a lot. Jeez. Fuck. Um, what else? What else? What else can we tell the people, our friends of the pod? Oh, I leave in 10 days. 11. I had to double 11. check. <laughs> yep. Who are you all flying again? American? United. I did look United? last night. I was like, oh. what time do my flights even leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I leave uh, in the after- late afternoon on... Uh, a week from Monday out of Corpus to Houston. I have an hour layover, which means I just got to run to the next gate. And then it's like a 10-hour flight to Germany. So um, are y'all going to try to take a bottle of Tito's and be a good guest? I don't know. Oh. Y'all should. Or I need, look I up need the- to call my banks, though, for the cards. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey, I need I'm- to- <laughs> Any purchases in Europe in the next two weeks, they are legit. It's me. <laughs> yeah, Dude. it's me. No one stole my card. I swear it's me. <laughs> um, my bank has only flagged my card like twice that I'm aware of um, for like large purchases. One was when I was buying my Mac. 
it didn't look it declined it and then it sent me a text message right away <laughs> someone's trying to make a large purchase and blah blah i'm like yeah it's me and i hit yes and had to rerun it um i can't remember what the other time was but lately anytime i go to chick-fil-a and try to load more than 25 dollars, my bank's like uh someone's trying to use your card is this you i'm like yes it's me leave me alone chick-fil-a it, but dude, sir I, the purchase is being made on a sunday <laughs> um the, i don't know what it is like if i think if i try to do like a 50 dollar one on chick-fil-a it it flags it if i try to do 40 i think it flags it if i do 25 it's no problem but if i try to do two 25s like i'm like eh, i'm just gonna like i did 25 i'm like oh shit like i actually need more money let me let me do another 25 um i'm talking about like, using the chick-fil-a app you know how you can preload it with money or whatever um i, I guess i don't have it Oh, how often do you eat Chick-fil-A? Not that often, to be honest. Oh, I was going to say, if you eat it, uh, eat it often, it, the app's worth it. You get so much free shit. Um, Whataburger redid their app, too, so you get more free shit, too, now. You can choose what you want to get. Like You can actually get a number five for free if you have yeah. enough points. Yeah. So I, I oh. did that a couple weeks ago. I got the yeah. chicken strips. Little did I know it's literally just chicken strips. No drink, yeah. no fries. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I was expecting the whole fucking meal. It was just three chicken strips. I was like, well, it was free, so I guess. <laughs> um, There are some meal options, I think, in Waterbury. I think it, I think in the breakfast or in the dinner. You got to, you got to look at it like in detail. Same thing with Chick-fil-A. Most of the time, it's like single little entrees and not the whole meal. But actually, Chick-fil-A did start adding a full number one meal that you can get for free if you have enough points. And I was like, huh. I did that one the other day. That's good to so, know. Yep. And you can also like use multiples. Like It's all about your points value. So like if you have enough to get you know free fries, burger, and a drink, they're not going to be like, oh, you can only use one. No, you can actually use multiple at the same time. I think. Oh, they let me at that's least. cool. Yeah, so... Um, Chick-fil-A is the same way. Like you can get the whole meal if you had to break it apart or you can get like several different, like, I think I've got my number one meal free and I got my wife's salad for free too. So I was like, damn, damn, George has already been 40 minutes. Like we should probably wrap this pot up. Forget the bracket. Fuck it. Or move, move into the next segment. Yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to ask you before we did the bracket. This would be a What's five that? hour pod. Um, I don't know. You probably don't watch the NCAA women's basketball. I saw highlights. Okay. Of course. That's your thing. I saw highlights. Yep. I never watched the game, but I see highlights. I don't have time for that. Like, Anyways, let me get to the point. I watched a little bit of the game because everybody was talking about... The championship game? Yeah. So UConn, LSU? What? It was LSU and who? Iowa. Iowa, sorry, sorry. For the women's. UConn sorry. was the men's. Yeah, the UConn was UConn the men's. UConn okay. and I don't know who the fuck they played. Um, but I was only intrigued because every day all you would see was Caitlin Clark. The, I guess she's the point guard. This is how much I don't watch college basketball, male or female. But I think she's the point guard for Iowa. But every day it's just like, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark. So I was like, eh, I guess I'll check it out. But anyways, like the semifinals, I don't know if you saw the video where she was basically at the free throw line on defense and uh, whoever they were playing, I want to say it was South Carolina, but I could be wrong. Again, don't watch the tournaments. 
um, that girl had the ball, and Caitlin Clark just waved her off. Like, yeah. Oh, I did see that. Like, where she was just kind of like, yeah, eh. she did that. And then I think it might have been the same game. She did the whole John Cena, you know, hand in your can't face. Can't see me. Yeah. Can't yeah, see yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, blah, blah, blah. So then come the championship, when Iowa got beat, um, I want to say her name's Angel Reese out of LSU. She did the same thing to Caitlin Clark, but all of a sudden, it's disrespectful. Uh,. I'm gonna say it's not like fuck. Let them compete. The only em. the only thing, and I say this with the smallest grain of salt, which I hope no one's like gonna misconstrue it and take it out of context, is that she did follow Caitlin Clark. Like she followed her around the court and made it a point to wave her "can't see me" and point out her ring finger because they were gonna win the championship. I was yeah. like, that part I could do without. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but it's like okay, you know. Eh. But again, I'm not mad at it. But the whole like can't see me to Caitlin Clark's face, I was like, that's fine. It's being competitive. I mean Caitlin Clark did it and everyone had no problem. I, I <sighs> It's also good for the sport. If they're trying to build women's sports, it's like this is what you want. That's I don't know. Um Cause people do this shit all the time in the male sports. Yeah, the problem though is like you like get when they, like when they say, "Oh, you're too small to like fucking LeBron James or something," because they just dunked on him. They the or the go to sleep thing, or when is it Tyree Kill through the peace sign when he was running down the field. The problem, I think, there's a lot of problems, but anyways, I think there's always a fan favorite. There's always an enemy. It's just the way things, you know, it's a competition. Someone's going to be a winner. Someone's going to be a loser. Someone's going to be the hero. Someone's going to be the villain. Um, in the past, I think it was just hero, villain, and that was it. Nowadays, there's more PC-ness. You know, political correctness behind hero and villain. I think there's also more money and more involvement in sports than there has ever thought of, could ever possibly be dreamed of. Um, even like at the collegiate level, now with the you know the NIA or whatever I can't remember that whatever NIL um, NIL sorry um, with all that bullshit and you know who's marketable, who's not. Then you have all the I don't wanna anyways, you have all the interesting things going on in the world as far as like especially I know it's it's like a fine line. I think I know what you're trying to say. I'm yeah. ju- I'm just well, saying we like, don't we don't we don't ever like cross that border. I'm just saying that yeah that there's border, a reason there's a reason we don't. <laughs> there's a reason we don't, and like that border is now in the mix of everything, but at the same time, there's the biggest thing, the biggest thing I think is affecting, especially in this case, is m- the number one thing that's ever going to affect anything. It doesn't matter how you vote or what's between your legs or what's missing or what you've changed or anything like that, it's going to be money. They had a marketable person 
and they had a villain on the other side in LSU because they dogged on her all year long about her style of play. Her, she came out and said it was like y'all, you know, we're in yeah, my face all did. year I, long. I forgot the quote, but yeah, yeah, she was like y'all, you know, I'm ghetto. I get it. Like she, she used those words, and she was like y'all were never. But then you know, all of a sudden I do it, and like, or all of a sudden you're on my side or whatever. Like you know what, I got the W, I got the championship. Kudos to her. You know what? At the same time, it's like you know that's, but. At the same time, I say money's behind it all because guess what? Vegas is behind it all. The, the way that the, the betting goes nowadays, the way people can make money is they saw someone they couldn't make money in, and they saw someone they could make money in, and so people, ESPN, all the national coverage changes their rhetoric to go with making money. Whatever's going to make them money, whether it's right or wrong, they're going to go with it. And later on, they'll be like, oh, they'll, ba- they'll backstep. And you know what? They're too, they're too rich. And by, I mean, by that, I mean the media. They're too rich that they can backstep and people are just like, oh, well, whatever. What choice do I got? Ha- what, what, what choice do I have? Like, it's like with Disney and all its politicalness. I'll just say that. I won't, I'll, I won't say, you know, right or left on Disney. Everyone knows what they are. But everyone also, like, especially when you have kids, you're just like, well, fuck it. Like, I, I can't do nothing. Like. Whether or not I share, like, their values or my values or not my values, you know, like, I'm stuck in a rut because, one, growing up at our age, like, that's, you know, Disney was Disney. Um, and Nickelodeon was barely becoming a thing. It was a big thing. But, um, and so, like, they have a rooted history of many generations. And then you have kids and it's just like you're stuck with Disney whether you want to or not because you're just like, well, fuck, they, they control everything, like, for the most part. I mean, same thing can go, you know, said for like Amazon. Some people are like, oh, Amazon's like killing the small market, you know, the shop local and all that shit and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like they're so freaking rich. It's like you can bitch all you want. But like sometimes it's like, what good is it going to do type thing? So I think that's what happened in this case, too. Um, I guess final final thing. Were you OK that she did it back? Because I was. I was fine when she did it back. I'm like, you, you, you're going to. On one side, you're going to show up and you're going to do that. Expect someone to do it back to you, especially yeah. when they get their opportunity. And, I mean, and kudos to Caitlin Clark. She didn't whine about it. She didn't like cry about it. She she just took it. I mean, she know that yeah, LSU yeah, she, was the better team. Her 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 interview was just just as great as the other one. She was just yep. like, I, for lack of better tense, I've been a bitch all year long and taunting everyone, and someone threw it back in my face because I deserved it. Like. They played a better game. They showed up. We didn't, or we tried our best. They're but, just you a know, better team. Yeah, they were just a better team. Like she, she did tip her hat pretty well. Like she could have been, she could have been all boohoo cried about it and stuff like that. But um, she obviously did a, a just a as good as interview too. And she didn't even call out the other player, like saying, "Oh yeah, you know, she was rude or anything like." No, no she, she was like, she told people she, to stop giving her a hard time. <laughs> yeah, the, she told them to lay off her. Like, so that's the thing. It's just you know, she. I mean, which I. Whatever. I don't know. Um, Anyways, I'm okay with both of them doing it. Yeah. I'm just, I'll am just. i do it to George, too. Fuck it. I don't care. Shit. Yeah. Here. You know, uh, right now, I was just thinking, I was just like, <laughs> we bought um, we bought the uh, the pennant that said, uh, we want Houston. Um, I think Brittany took it to, to her classroom and hung it up. I think she did. I don't know. But we saw that pennant today, or when we went to Houston, we were just like, ah, oh, we have to get it. I was like, that's just too that's just too good. Just like, if you're going to taunt it, you're going to use the saying, when you're up, or when you think you're up, 
and then all of a sudden you're down and you give the opportunity, you know, for someone to throw it back in your face. You just got to accept a- it. As they say, you win with class, but you also should lose with class. Don't be a or, bitch when you lose. Or if you, It's called a sore loser. No one likes that. All right, George. It's time for right. the bracket. Three hours later. Hope you're still so, with us. Time for some winners and losers. Uh, you're a loser. Ah! Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I was actually thinking you were going to back up our bracket and be like, they're all winners. <laughs> like, damn it. I'm just like, no, you're a loser. <laughs> okay, so I guess since March Madness is over, we're going to go back to our different week themes. And it's bracket week. <laughs> Even though we just finished fucking brackets, but whatever. <laughs> I was like, so since we're actually doing a pod <laughs> at the beginning of the week where it belongs. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to go with bracket. And this week, I hope people stick around for it. But as we mentioned last time, ABR dropped a new album, Death Below, two weeks ago, which is their ninth album. Tenth, if you were including the holiday album. But we thought it'd be fun to do a bracket with the previous eight albums. You got the live album, too. Well, George, there's so many. There's EPs and live albums and remakes. Like, we're just going to go with the original eight. Because Death Below is number nine. So we thought we'd do a little bracket with the other eight albums and see which one we quote unquote like the best. <laughs> and, and I am blind to this bracket. George All doesn't was... know the seating. He just gave me random numbers and I seated them for us. Because it'd be uh, the less he knew, the better. So there's no, you know, swaying in his mind. So are you ready, George? I am thoroughly intrigued and ready to be surprised oh yeah um so again these are randomly seated courtesy of george but he had no idea what he was doing when he told me the numbers Mm -mm. and you're not gonna like the first one Uh (laughs) the first one is leveler against constellations Hmm. (laughs) i really don't like this one at all do you have thoughts so leveler was 2011 i saw the 10-year uh anniversary show of that one actually we both did and then constellations is 2009 we went to we went to san antonio to see leveler at the vibes event center that was constant oh that was leveler that was love yeah, because they had to redo the like a week of it, and Texas was included, and then Jake wasn't here for that one. Yeah, yeah. The guy was... from Convictions, I believe. Yeah, was yeah. doing front of the vocals. So, but we went to Constellations too. I did go to that one with you too. Yes, we did. That was Austin Emos. East Emos, or the only Emos now. I, I was think. like, I think there's only one. Yeah, oh, the one on Riverside, East Riverside. Yeah. So. Should I play clippets of, of each a song from the album? I'm not going to play the whole fucking album, obviously. We'll be, we'll, we'll be here for fucking nine hours. <laughs> we'll be here till, till <laughs> tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, you got it pulled up already? Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. What do you want? Which one? Who was, who was first in the I'm bracket? Gonna, I'm going to go Leveler. What song do you want to clip it from? Mm. Damn. Empire, Division, Cutting the Ties, Poor Millionaire, Leveler. Ooh, Leveler's got that dirty breakdown. Do you, can you, uh, What? 
If you can go to that dirty breakdown. Yeah. Let's see. Dude, Lovely is such a good album, but the song this song is one of my favorites. So Can you hear it? Yeah. Can you hear it well? Dude, yeah. this this breakdown live. Oh You probably can go a little higher. Oh, it's so good. So, but they did do some funny things with Loveler, and they did some experimentation um, with with like, internal canon. Okay, internal canon has that salsa ish part. Yeah, yeah, that little that. that little groovy part. It's it's a nice little dancing part. Like even Jake has that little dance yeah. he does. Yeah, and then but you got salt salt Empire, Empire has that chanty part that everyone it, loves. Empire does have that chanty part that everyone loves. Um, but it was some experimentation. Um. Obviously, the new album is not in this bracket. Can no, I make that no. up? Yeah, we didn't put okay. the new album because that's number okay. nine and that's uneven. And since we've only had two weeks to really digest it, I was like, it's not fair. We've had years for the others. So real quick, the, my initial take on this new album, it's it dug deeper into some harder. Little... It's, it's darker. Uh, there's different. There's different little bits like even in the second song there's bits where it's just like fuck that went hard but then all of a sudden they break into this little groovy spot in it and you're just like ooh, like they got me again like damn like um, there, there's some blast metal death metal there's still there's some proggy stuff but like i think i told marilla like even after 20 years it's still abr so it's still good yeah they haven't changed changed it's just they dug into something Darker is the best way to say it. One of the um, one of their new songs but, has a whole bunch of harmonics. But there is there yeah, there's 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 spots where just like, oh, they still got like their little their little cork. Like, I don't know. That's what Leverlord to me did. It's like, hey, we're hardcore, we're metal, but occasionally we're gonna throw some like just craziness at you. Like internal canon has that little sexy guitar part, like as um like Spanish guitar is what I would call it, to make it easier for everyone to understand like yeah. all of a sudden it just it goes into these little clean like there's not maracas in the background but there's like oh there's something going on that's just like damn he, he uses a wall pedal so you get that oh uh, yeah yeah and so when this album came out it was just like this is different it's sexy it's still hard like um like i don't know it was it was a good album poor millionaire um, is even a good one that that yeah 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 that one is yeah um there was a lot of, um, as a participant of a show, there was a lot of more fan involvement, I think, with this album, as far as, like, singing along, I, catching... I like this album, but I've also, like, I'm following the Facebook fan page of ABR. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people seem to rank Leveler kind of low. I'm like, what? Well, so, no, I, I was like about Leveler. to... I, I was I, Leveler was... It... It kind of it didn't slap you in your face. It didn't go as hard as I think as people were hoping. It went hard in the right spots, but it did something like they experiment and they went a little. <laughs> That's what she said. They <laughs> they went a little they went a little different, and it, it and people I think freaked out. I think people were like, "Holy shit, they're going soft. This is it. This is the end of August Burns Red." Like 
they didn't hate it, hate it, but a lot of people got worried that the next album was going to be softer, was going to be mainstream. Like, they, they, I think a lot of people were just like, shit, this is the end of it. Like, th- th- this is it. And um, thankfully, they didn't go that route. Like, they went a different route. Not different, different, but like, they kept going. That's they so kept good. doing what they do. But they, they, are, they are inventive. Innovative. Innovative, uh, but inventive, this whatever. this album is going to go against Constellations, which Constellations was the album Ooh. previous to Leveler, and this was a banger. Um, let's see, Meddler. I'll play some of Meddler. Okay, turn that one down. Huh? Okay, good. Like Meddler's so good. This is one of my favorites. Copyright, better stop. <laughs> um, um, but like, Constellations had all these bangers: Thirty and Seven, Existence, Meddler, Ocean, uh, Ocean of Apathy, Whitewashed. Whitewashed is the like one of their staples. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Well, okay, not everybody. But if you know metal, it's like you've heard of the intro. Correct. Yeah. And Whitewash is one they play every set list. Uh, they had two interesting ones in this one. Um, and this is kind of where I think Leveler played off of. Uh, Mariana's Trench and Meridian. Mariana's Trench is a real fan favorite, too. It's yeah. got that clean intro that everyone knows. Um, Meridian was one of their first, like, chill songs, per se. That's what I'm saying. I think, like, from Meridian, they kind of played into Leveler and they kind of chilled out, but they still threw you hard. And it was different. But that's just one song in Constellations where they went different. You know how it was, I know this was I said 2009, but you know where I first heard one of their singles back probably in 2009 when they released a single on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was the song Existence. They they dropped it as a single, and I was like, oh, I gotta go listen. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good old MySpace. Uh. <laughs> uh. But if you had to pick, which album do you like better? I'm going Constellations. George, don't make me have to flip the pick so early. <laughs> I was going to say, it didn't make an appearance last time at all. No, it doesn't. At all. Not in this round. <laughs> not in this round? No. <laughs> Constellations, it, I do like Leveler, but Constellations is better. Oh, damn it. As an ABR purist, like... Hardcore purist, I would go with Constellations. As an experimentalist, like doing something different, scaring your fans. You already said Constellations. <laughs> I actually want to go with because it was just... Are you it, serious, it's, I already wrote it down. <laughs> Leveler was sexy. Like, it just made you, I don't know, like had hope. That they were still hard. All right, which one? Which one are you gonna go? Um, what we got again on the pick of destiny? It's been a while. Are you serious? You're going leveler? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I think I just I <sighs> I really dig that one. Like I it's hate just you. Okay, Jim Dunlop is gonna be constellations, and the seventy three will be leveler. Okay. Oh Jesus! I hate you, George. Wait, 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 wait! wait. Before you say anything, before you say anything. Um, I already flipped I it, it, so hurry no, up. <laughs> I, I thought about it. 
the, in bracket form, <laughs> I'm going to go with Constellations. Oh, well, that's what it landed on. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. See, dude? Fate New. But shout Fate out New. to Love there because that's a banger of an album. Yeah, it. it and if honor- any of our listeners don't. Mention. Any of our listeners don't listen to ABR or don't really like metal, just give it a shot. Read the lyrics because it'll help. And you notice they're not talking about Satan and shit like that. They are a actually sort of Christian label. Um, well, no, they don't carry that label anymore. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just when they first started out, they yeah. I don't I mean, think by it, choice. I think they just got thrown there because some of the lyrics. But that's oh. a topic for another day. Well, well, but even like back up to topic that, for though. another day, George. But Jake's. Topic for Found, another day, George. Hold on, I'm just going to say, Jake's foundation is heart support, which yeah, no. is... Well, Jake and Matt are pretty Christian, Yeah, but I don't think the other ones much are much anymore. Um, That's why they don't, they, they, don't carry, they don't like to carry the label. Oh, uh, okay. Which makes but anyways, sense. heart support is a good organization out there. If yes. you do need you know, public service announcement, you just need that little reach out because things are just aren't going your way. Heart support is a good place to go. True, true. All right, so Constellations moves on. Round two. Found in faraway places against Rescue and Restore. Rescue and Restore was 2013. I think Found in Faraway was... Um... Rescue 2013. Found in Four is the next album. 2015. Yep. Why are you getting all the albums back-to-back, George? <laughs> you just randomly oh. numbered them. Oh, well. Okay, uh, which one we have well, here first? I mean, Found oh, in Faraway Places? Sure. Okay, uh, let's see. Identity Ghost is one of their bigger ones. Low-key, I wish they'd replace it on the set, but that's just me. Um, what do you want to hear? Martyr? This is off Found in Faraway Places. Martyr? This one had a lot of, um, this album was more experimenty, more of an experiment because one of the songs has that country Western thing in the middle. What song was that one? Oh, fuck. I wish I knew off the top of my head. Honestly, I don't listen. Oh, I think it's, is it this one? Oh, I found it. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. See, this is all found in faraway places. What song was that? Majoring in the Minors. Oh. So with that album, they did do a lot more of that weird stuff, per se. Which carried over a little bit, I feel, from Leveler. Yeah, but it took a whole new direction. Identity has that surf section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little dumb, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. you hear it, you're like, oh, it reminds me of like a surfing vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this song just had all kinds of stuff like that. Um, Ghost just featured Jeremy McKinnon off of Day to Remember. But, like, these days, the only song they play off this album is Ghost. Ghosts. Ghosts. Fucking, what? That was weird. Weird-ass <laughs> words to say. Um, But that's, like, the only song they play off this album these days. On the twenty year on the twenty year tour, that's the only song they played off this album. This ain't one of the songs that they pull in like one of the texts or anything like that to play along with it, is it? No, none of their texts no. play anymore. They just throw Jake on bass if he needs to. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, 
But yeah, like they like to do a wall of death to ghosts. Oh, okay. But that's found in faraway places. Um, honestly, that album's kind of at the bottom for me. It's still good. Like I like it, but comparatively to the rest, it takes a dive. And that's going against rescuing with store, provision, spirit breaker, fault line, beauty and tragedy. Which one are you gonna play off of this one? Let's so. do uh fault, fault line. Spirit Breaker. Oh. Spirit Breaker also has that spoken word at near the end. This part. Oh yeah. So that's off of Rescue and Restore. Um Like this matchup for me is not that hard. Hmm. Which, if they do another 10 year, this would be the next one they do, Rescue and Restore. Which should be this year, because it came out in 2013. Should be 2023. But yeah. I feel like they're not going to do it. <laughs> I I don't like this round, because it's not my favorite round. So let's just end it quickly. I'm going to go Rescue and Restore. Like, um, like, there's some there's some bangers on Found in Faraway Places. I do like the song Vanguard, which is the last song, a lot. Um, Everlasting Ending is just real groovy and it's got some good guitar shit. Um, that's when Dustin, their bassist, started writing a lot more of there. Or not a lot, but he started contributing guitar-wise. Yeah. But, I mean, if I had to pick, I'm going to pick Rescue and Restore. I would second that opinion. Okay, so Rescue and Restore moves on. Yeah. If my pin wants to work. I hope everyone's enjoying this. Maybe, <laughs> fuck, for all I know, this is you and I, George. <laughs> we got at least one or two people. And if you're, new, if you're new to the pod, you should know, <laughs> or you will now know, I'm a diehard ABR fan. Isn't that right, yep. George? That is. Yes. Very 30 shows in. Fucking 32, Correct. 32. Get it right. 32. That's crazy. How many has your brother been to? Two. Gabriel's been to probably like 15. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I swear it was 16 the last time we discussed it. And I think I've only been to like... Somewhere around there. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. All right. So, yes. Um, that's why they're all going up against each other. Because no matter what, August Burns Red wins. <laughs> they're just... That's I don't I know. They're just good. Like, they're good. But like in the metal world, they're different. They're like good. They, That's what they are. They, They're good. They still throw They're those good. hefty, beefy breakdowns that just They're get good. everyone going. They thrash as hard, and then they got some just uniqueness to them. They that thrash just, hard, George. They, they make right. them different. Round three. Okay. We have the inaugural album, Thrill Seeker, from 2005. Ooh. Ooh. Which, fun fact, in case you don't know much about ABR, that album actually has the old vocalists and the old basses. Basses. <laughs> um, the current lineup didn't start until the album after. Messengers. Seven. Messengers. Yeah. Okay, so, so this, huh? Who's this going up against? Thrill Seekers going up against their 2020 release, Guardians. Fuck. I do like Thrill Seeker. Like, 
it, it was produced by Adam D from Killswitch. Um, obviously, this came out in 05, so it's fucking old. Uh, but you got a little suburbia, speech impediment, barbarian, uh, shot below the belt, the seventh trumpet. Damn, dude. Like, like, Damn. this is your little suburbia. The intro track. So good. Open those eyes. Wake from peace. You know, I think that song is uh, actually about how people in small suburban towns think that nothing happens to them. Because it's such a nice little suburban area. Fuck. Hence the title, Your Little Suburbia is in Ruins. I do like Thrill Seeker. I didn't get into ABR until like 07. So Thrill Seeker is actually the second album I bought. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You bought Messengers at Best Buy, yes. and we literally had to go to FYE to buy Thrill Seeker at the mall. I remember that. But, like, Thrill Seeker is so chaotic. Like, they didn't... I mean, not that they do much these days either, but, like, none of the parts really repeated themselves. Everything was so chaotic, but flowed so well. It's just, like, a heavy metal thrash, lots of china... Lots of breakdowns. Goodness. I feel I feel Thrill Seeker is the way a lot of metal bands actually do play. Like none of them actually get that long termness that ABR kind of has. Like I feel like a lot of bands did what Thrill Seeker. They were doing what everyone did then, and still kind of still do today. Like that's why some of these bands have like faded. And not been, you know, unique anymore or different. And ABR has evolved in a positive way and they are still legit. But, like, compared to, like, the the last few albums, like, Thrill Seeker is, like, just very chaotic. It's it's good. I like it. And I was super stoked when they played uh, Your Little Suburbia on the 20-year show anniversary. I was like, yes, Your Little Suburbia. But it, it's, like, you could just tell it's everywhere. But, like, in a structured format, if that makes sense. Well, like, even... Like, mo- most be- songs have, like, your intro, your verse, your yeah, chorus, yeah, yeah. your verse, you know, your bridge, and then you end with the chorus or some shit. Like, this is just, like, every part's different. You're like, yeah, I didn't hear that in the beginning. Like, it's just, like, it's different. But it worked. Because look where they are now. I think, like, the seventh trumpet... Seven Trouble is a good one. It is a good one. I mean, you still go to a show today and people are just like, there's still random people like, Seven Trumpet! Hell yeah, and, dude, because it's good. <laughs> I wish they played it more. I oh, wish like. they did too, because like, I'm, I'm there with all the people, because like, just that little, that breakdown, but just that little spot where it just gets really, really just. Right before he whispers, the stars, the stars begin, begin to fall. Yeah, like that's still like, if I'm running and this song comes on, I'm like, Fuck yeah, this is my best part of my run. It's like, it's so good. Like, when you listen to it, it's like, his feet are doing the the double bass rhythm. Yeah. And then his left hand is doing a rhythm that, on the snare, which yeah. is opposite from his right hand on the china. China, yeah. Like, that ch- they're all in different rhythms, but it just works. Yep. It's not like a straight, you know, 4-4 four, four time, you know? It's, it's weird, but it works. Yep. 
But um, ooh, but you put it. It's going up I, against Guardians, which is their 2020 release. Um, fuck, there's. I like this album too. Paramount, Defender, Dismembered Memory, Blood Letters, their heaviest song. Uh, ties that bind. I think it was their first beer album. Is that Bones or Paramount? Guardians. Oh, but they didn't. It wasn't titled after a song. Oh, Bones. Yeah, sorry, Bones. Yeah, yeah. Bones isn't my. That's probably the bottom three of that album for me. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it was it their single that re- no yeah it was it was a single Bones yeah. Paramount and Defender were all singles singles yeah um we can do Paramount this is Paramount which they still play. But yeah, that's Paramount, one song off Guardians. Um, again, I see a lot of people not like this album so much. Blood, Le- Blood Letter was really Blood, nice. Blood Letter. Blood Letter. Yeah. That's their heaviest song, dude. That had a nice, yeah, dirtiness to it. Um, I do like Thrillseeker, but I think I want to go Guardians. Oh, no. What are you going to go? I'm going to go Thrill Seeker. Are you serious, Not... George? <laughs> like, I I think I'm going Thrill Seeker just because... Nostalgic? Yeah. It's the same yeah. band, George. <laughs> I know it is, but just like... The records are just 15 years apart. <laughs> if if you gave me a choice, like, hey, you can only listen to one album today, what would you choose, Thrill Seeker or Guardians? I'd be like, Thrill Seeker. All it right, just... so I guess we're going to have to flip. 70 it throws me back. 73 is going to be Thrill Seeker. Okay. Dunlop will be Guardians. Okay. Okay, let's see what fate gives us, George. Okay. Fate has given us Guardians. Damn it, fate. <laughs> Guardians will lose next round. That's my guarantee. Yeah, I'm already looking ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what's ahead. I'm just saying. Dude, like, I, think, I already know. I, what think, the, I already know what the fighters who are going to be, and it's just it's the typical debate it seems with this band. Anyways, think, before I we get Thrill, there, I think Thrill Seeker would have competed every round. Is my thing. Like they would have had honorable mention type thing. All right. Well, like we, we pick Guardians. not like Leveler. Like if I had to put Thrill Seeker against Leveler, I would still go Thrill Seeker. I would have gone Leveler. I just do. I'm just telling you. Like Thrill Seeker had to start it all. Like it, it has too much. All right, final round of round one. Okay. We have the goat, goated album Messengers, a, a, which came out in 07, my introduction to the band. Uh, and you already know a song I'm going to play because it's one of their fucking staples. <laughs> Everybody knows this one. They still play it to this day. I get to see the music video in my head. composure obviously um messengers annihilated the fucking china symbol <laughs> yeah um, um but, i mean oh it's gonna go up against phantom anthem which came out in 2017 fucking hey um but before we get to phantom anthem i mean messengers dude 
Truth of a Liar, Up Against the Ropes, Backburner, Composure, Eleventh Hour, Redemption. Dude, this album is just solid. Actually, on the 20-year tour, I heard Composure, Backburner, and Truth of a Liar. Damn. I know. This is... Uh, I mean, I think I'm already giving it away. <laughs> I, it's just so good. And maybe it's because this was my introduction to ABR, this album. And I was like, man, they're super good. They're super tight, technical. That China, fucking, I never heard anyone blast the China like that as much as Matt Griner did in this album. Like, it was just chef's kiss, George. But before that... You're going to go against Phantom Anthem. Do you have a favorite on Phantom Anthem? It's a good album. They got a lot of solid bangers. They do. Um, King of Sorrow. Yeah. Invisible Enemy. They did play Invisible Enemy. I like this one more than Invisible Enemy. But yeah, that's uh, King of Sorrow, uh, Phantom Anthem. Um, dude, this ain't even a debate for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's Messengers. Like, it's I, like I said, I like all the albums, but like, it's hard for me to go against Fa- Messengers. Phantom Anthem like, had some bangers, like, uh, Lifeline. I really like Coordinates, uh, Float, Dangerous, Carbon Copy. But it's just going up against messengers. But they do still play Invisible Enemy because they played it um, when I saw them last month. Or I guess two months ago now, February. I'm going messengers, George. That's what I said. Okay. Move it along. It's getting past my bedtime. Psych bitch, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> Are you off off or like No yeah I'm off Like like I'm scheduled off Is the post office still delivering tomorrow Oh yeah dude They don't give a fuck about we gotta, I gotta work on Easter too But you you gotta work on Easter because of Amazon Yeah but just cause tomorrow it's good, is Just it, cause it's, it's good Friday Doesn't mean we have the day off Okay so it's so regular mail is going out tomorrow too Yeah normal business day I'm just scheduled okay. off Okay all right, so that includes the first round. Hopefully, you're still with us and our, you know, dumb opinions. <laughs> All right, so what do you got? Uh, Constellations against Rescue and Restore. Okay. Are, uh, um, Constellations. Should I, should I, okay, <laughs> I was like, should I play anything? <laughs> oh, damn. Are, what What the fuck? I already know what's going in the last round. That's I told stupid. you. I was That's looking at stupid. it. That's stupid. Okay. That's stupid. I. This is what you did, dude. This is what random shit gets us. Could you imagine if... We, okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Hold on. I have thoughts. Should we play another off rescuing a store? Just as a farewell. Oh, I guess. What do you want? Uh, what, 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 we, we played Spirit, Spirit Breaker. Break? Uh, fault Line, I guess. I was going to say Beauty and Tragedy. 
Oh. Fault yeah. line. Where's fault line? There it is. This was a single, right? For that one? Yeah. Yeah, this was a single. Call me your hero. That's why I don't sing. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't even put up a fight for rescuing the score against Constellations. I can't. Nope. As much as I'd want to, I will always pick Constellations over rescuing the store. Yep. Okay, so that's one semifinal. <laughs> the other one's Guardians against Messengers. <laughs> Which I already know what we're going to say. Fucking messengers, right? Yeah. yeah. This is not how I planned it, but I'm better that this happened in the finals and not round one. Consolations against messengers. That's true. That would have, I would have been, I'll be like, no, George, pick different order. You know, I'm. Wait, we uh, gotta, we gotta play one more from guardians as a farewell. I'm going to play blood letter. Yes, please do. Can you get to the breakdown? Oh, you want the breakdown? Yes, I do. Hold on. Gotta get to it. Bear with me, folks. Do you just feel the anticipation? So that good. Nice little, let's chill out for a second, people. Hear that hi hat? Uh, you know it's gonna get dirty. This is like, this is where I'm, oh, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. I'm about to die. It's about to go hard. Yeah, so good. Ooh. You hear it? It's coming in to blow your head off. Oh, so good. That was that is good. That is a good show uh, song. We're not like you. We won't bury it in your back. Yeah, he's talking about the hatchet. Such a good song. It is a good song. I'm glad but, they, they play. They still play it live. Yes, because it, it that, that is a good song. I do like. But that farewell, Guardians. And by pure chance, and George's random numbering, which he had no idea what the fuck he was saying numbers for. I had no clue. Nope. Um, we still end up with constellations against messengers, which is a debate to this day of which one's better in people's opinion. I'm not gonna lie, I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Okay. In, in, so here's, in con, in here's, constellations. here's messengers. We're going to go messengers first because it came out okay. first. This is the the, the the lineup that we know today. This was the first album that they did. And this is how you were introduced to Jake, the new vocalist. In Truth of a Liar. Just screams. That's uh, so good, George. Oh, that was our introduction to Jake Lures. Where was Messenger's tenure at? That one we saw in Houston with Philip, where there was that fucking disco ball. Oh yeah, I was like, I know I was at this show because this show went like it was, it was, it was fucking good. Yeah, I was like, Philip, you gotta go to the front with us just one time, and he did. But I was like, why is there a fucking disco ball in this room? No one understood it, but 
That's where they played. I don't even know what it was called. I was that remember. the one? That wasn't the one that got postponed because of the hurricane, right? No, that was a that was years ago. That was okay. That was a different one. All right, cool. But that's that was the introduction to Jake, the now vocalist, but at the time he was new, and that was the beginning of Messengers. Man, there's just a lot of bangers, George. Like I don't. I mean, there's Backburner. Like, so good. But then two years later, they threw out Constellations. And anyone who knows Constellations or ABR has certainly heard this. This intro. It gets you hyped, George. It does. Then so good. So good. Yes. It's getting me hyped right now to go deliver some fucking mail, man. Let's go. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wasn't this an opener for like a long time for them? Like uh it has been it's also been their closer they close a lot with it mm. like when we saw them for the leveler they did the encore they close yeah. with this they close with yeah i believe uh when i saw them in the 20 year they close with whitewashed as well um it's just very popular like putting constellations against messengers is just extremely hard for me i i will say one of my favorite ABR lines is uh, from a song off Constellations, which is "Your mind is the mountain before you." From uh, I think it's thirty and seven. Wait, you had it. I did. All right. Oh yeah, your mind is a mountain before you. It's one of my favorite lines. So good. It's one of my favorite lines. It's the only line I've considered getting a tattoo of. Or like something around that quote. I haven't, probably won't. But that's how much I like that particular line. But messengers, dude. Mm. Messengers. Messengers, George. It has composure. It's like the gateway drug to ABR for me. It holds a special place. I think I know what we have to do here. Yeah, I just oh, I, I don't I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that. I think we have to let fate decide. No, I don't like that. Because I can't choose. Like if someone put messengers in constellations, which one are you gonna be like? Yeah, I'm gonna put this one on first. You see, you can't even answer it. First or last? Because you like, do you want to start with it? No, see, you're no George. They put them both out, and that's the only one you get to keep forever and ever. 
See, you can't do it. No. You you know the biggest thing is. What if I say which? The biggest thing for me is messengers is messengers. Like there was no, there was, there was no experimentation. Because even even in constellations like Mariana's Trench and Meridian, they were a little different. They did something a little different. They also and, did a more a little more soloing in constellations. Yes. So they did some more experimentation. It not, was really not great. Lead, not leads, like actual solos. Um, so that was a very beautiful part in that. Messengers cleaned up Thrill Seeker is what it did. It gave you still that there was still some, you know, great China in that. There was it it was it didn't to me messengers didn't like fizzle out like as far as like let's chill out and like have some you know chill parts into like american dream um and that's like the second to the last song um which ties into redemption which does but even an american dream still goes off it does still go off it still goes off but it has those little parts where it got like a little little clean and so messengers cleaned up thrill seeker to me and it gave you, from cover to cover, in your face, greatness, but with a little bit more, like you are saying, Thrill Seeker was like all over the place, Messengers like brought it into one place. Like it, it, it gave you a point. It gave you, this is our this is our path, we're going down this path, this is how we're going to write, and it was banging and still is. Constellation said, okay, we're taking our path, and now we're going to do a little funny business with we're gonna do a little experimentation with we're gonna try this out see how you like it y'all like it y'all don't like it give us your feedback and people loved it and so they went into leveler after that got a little bit more experimental with leveler off of constellations um rescue and restore they kind of chilled out but they still were experimental-ish but not that bad um yes i i go with messengers it's hard for me to pick. If okay, so you're going messengers. If um, if constellations came out after Thrill Seeker, we delete messengers. I don't know if ABR is the man they are today. Well, they com- would have composer, lost, like I said, composer put them on the map. That's why yeah, they still play they, that they song to this day. Any purist or any people that like caught on to ABR. With Thrill Seeker, they would have been a slight. There would have been a handful or a good chunk that were like, "I'm through." Like this. They band also have very good lyrics. Like composers wave goodbye to the past. You've got your whole life to lead. Yeah. So it's like it's not just like stupid music. They have good meaning behind their songs, which is also why I like them because they're very deep and meaningful. I think if Constellations came after Thrill Seeker, they might have not have been as strong. As they are so you're today. going messengers i'm going messengers because i can't pick i'm going constellations so oh 70 you're gonna go to the pick you're still gonna go to the pick i had to i gotta leave this one a fate because All i right. today could be messengers tomorrow's constellations it's just a a one a one aa for me mm, if that okay. makes sense okay so 73 is going to be constellations dunlop's going to be messengers george can i get a drum roll 
Jesus Christ. This is why you didn't what? play percussion in high school. Fuck, dude. <laughs> you got no goddamn rhythm. <laughs> I hit the pin a little sideways. Okay, 73 is Constellations, right? Dunlop was uh, Messengers. Yes. What one? Constellations has Ooh. has reigned victorious. Huh. But to be I, fair, you can't go wrong with any one of them. Nope. So, I mean, I know it's still early. Death below. Oh, hold on. So Constellations won. We're going to be okay with it because fate told us to. That, yeah, we had no choice. Exactly. Death Below, the new record. I like it. It's growing on me with uh, more and more with each listen. My favorite so far is Revival, Dark Divide, and The Abyss. Those are pretty light in the album. Hmm. Huh? So those are pretty late in the album. Yeah, I if I had to pick, I like the second half more. Not that yeah. I dislike the first half. It's just if I had to pick, I like the second half more. But like Tightrope has that bizarre solo from Jason Richardson, who if you don't know who he is, that dude can shred on the guitar. Um Fool's Gold in a Bear Trap. It has that like clean intro. But then Dustin and Jake go back and forth for the song. So it's really cool. Kind of like Carpe Diem, but like darker. Darker and heavier. But I like it. It just had to grow on me after some playthroughs. You? Uh, I haven't made it through as many times as I want to through the whole album. But. George, you drive like fucking 40 minutes to work. That's like eight I, songs. I drive with my family. And so what they they, they gonna learn today, George? It's Monday, Metal Monday. <laughs> Metal Monday. You know what, Caroline and Madeline? Ain't no fucking kids bop country today. Metal Monday. <laughs> kids bop country. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Alvin and the Chipmunk pop music today. It's Metal Monday. They don't Monday. like Alvin and the Chipmunk. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's fucking Metal Monday. God damn it. Um, I haven't made it through that many times, but overall, it's good. It is good. I like, they are a little darker and I don't mean that like in lyrics wise. I mean that like, well, they also said they wrote this during the lockdown in 2020. So, I mean, everybody was in a dark space per se. So Mm. I'm sure obviously it influenced their writing. Really? This was written in 2020? Dude, this, yeah, this, some of the songs, a lot of them. This album, I heard them say, has been ready since last May, but they had to wait until two weeks ago because of the vinyls. So it's just been sitting there for 10 months. I just, I just realized that. It's sat there for like fucking 10 months. This is the longest we've gone between albums. They, they were cranking them out like every two years. Yeah, but after uh, Phantom Anthem. After Guardians, no. After yeah, after Phantom Anthem, it was three years to Guardians. Oh, it was three years to. And Guardians. And then now this one was three years. Even yeah, but Guardians even came out in 2020, so you still have like a little hiccup in in like trying to get that one out. Well, that and, was probably ready. This one they had to wait on vinyls cause But it, even then, for 2020, the Guardians, you still had to wait for like the tours to even get really kicked off on those. Oh, true, but. Yeah, this one has been ready for almost a year. They just had to wait for the vinyls. So, Damn. 
none of us heard it for 10 months, basically. But yeah, so that's our pod for today. <laughs> Go figure the ABR one's going to be on an hour 30 plus. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, What's next week then? Oh, next week's a draft. Draft, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll figure that out. When are you going to... You're going in two weeks, right? To Germany? I leave a week from Monday, the 17th. Okay. And you get back a week later? A week and a half later. The following Thursday or some shit like that. Well, let me pull this up. So you leave... Monday. On the 17th? Yes. And you get back like on the 26th? 7th. 27th? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah, so... I, I leave on the 3rd of May... We'll we'll, we'll try to get another pot or two in. <laughs> we'll probably do one next week because then you probably won't get one for uh, at least a week because I'm not taking this stuff to Germany with me. It's just more stuff that I need to take that I don't want to take. So it ain't happening. Not to mention the time difference. Like it'd be dark for me, but you'd be like, I'm still awake. We, we could do it at 4 a.m. Yeah, you want my ass up at 4 a.m. when it's fucking 9 p.m. over here? No, 4 a.m. at my time, which would be like your... 11. They're seven hours ahead. Oh. Yeah. 11 p.m.? A.m. A.m.? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. A.m. 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 Sorry. (laughs) There is a tonto George we wait for. Yeah, I just... They're seven hours ahead. Okay, ahead. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Okay, so... uh. Yeah, I can do a 4 a.m. podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. I wake up like at 4:15 every day for the most part. God, I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll try. We'll probably do one next week, sometime yeah, before I leave. And then we'll have a break of like two weeks. We'll squeeze one in, <laughs> and then I'll leave for five days. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Just stay tuned, okay? Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go work in the in the motherland, motherland of my liquor. Yeah, I'm just gonna Kentucky, right Ken- yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. In case you're wondering, Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> Someone asked me, "Hey, are you gonna eat some fried chicken when you go?" I'm like, "Really? <laughs> like, no. That's the last thing I'm thinking about when I go to Kentucky." Like, then the guy I'm going with, he's like, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna go find some good barbecue." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "You're you're leaving Texas to Kentucky. The first thing that should pop in your mind is not barbecue. Like, you should be just like, eh, whatever. They're weird ass barbecue." And I don't even think Kentucky's known that well for barbecue. I was like, Tennessee, on the other hand, would be a different story. But whatever. I digress. I'm excited for bourbon. Yeah. Well, anyways, hopefully y'all enjoyed this ABR episode. And if not, well, me and George did. <laughs> we did. Um, it, so, it tugged at the heartstrings. Right? <laughs> so until next week, right? Well, bye. Yep. Later, people. Later, people.